the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. I went out and I got my big giant uh, German mug of beer here at the nine foot homemade oak bar in my basement here in Evergreen Park. Yes. I I, uh, I decided to bust this out because it's that time of year. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I there are two great things about October. Well, three really. This is really one of my favorite months of the year. Like I, I love fall. Of course. And October is perfect because lately the weather doesn't really cool off now until around October. This is more of the fall month now, for sure, before things start to get cold and crisp in November. Like, this is a great month. Yeah. You know, the weather's a little weird, and sometimes you get a hot day or a cold day. Like, this is great. Secondly, I know the Germans celebrate Oktoberfest in September. Trust me, I start my celebration then by stocking the beer <laughs> in the bar. Like, I, I stock the bar with, like, all the Oktoberfest-type style beers, but it, it's, like, one of my favorite beer seasons. I'm a craft beer nut, but I was always... Even before that craze, somebody who just loved the German October-style beers. So this is like a great time of the year for that for me. And thirdly, it's Halloween season. Oh, yeah. Which I'm not like a crazy Halloween nut, but some people are really into it. Like some people like it. I have a buddy of mine. He lives in Mount Greenwood. He builds up the entire front of his house like some creepy, horrible thing. Like, And he, he makes everything... By hand. Like, the guy in the coffin is not something he bought in a store. No, he built a coffin. But does he not work? No, he's a fireman. Oh, wow. So, but I mean, like, I mean, insert your fireman, Chicago fireman joke wherever you want to. <laughs> does he not work? I mean, I mean, I, I have an uncle who's a fireman and, like, what, he works, like, one out of every three days because they work 24 hours. Right. At the firehouse. And then they get they get daily days and everything else. So, they, they can put together a week where they're, they actually don't go into work and everything's cool. So, I mean, I, I don't know when he, I know he, he has days where he can find the time okay. to do these things. To, to build okay. coffins. But yes, he's yeah. built, he builds up the entire thing. This year he's got like a haunted maze. Does he have a banana in there? No, not like the woman <laughs> on the, uh, in the Northeast quadrant. If you've never heard of this and I, I haven't decided whether or not I want to have her on the show. I know I've decided I don't want her in the bar <laughs> because it's creepy. <laughs> but there's a woman who's already contacted the show who revels in the fact that she upsets her neighbors. She's in the Northeast Quadrant, and she sent me a thing basically like, there's this woman, and she puts pigs on her front lawn and does Christmas decorations. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I thought I had heard about this, but she was telling me all the story. And then she goes, and then what she did is she put a coffin in front of her house on her lawn, like year round. And I'm like, wow, that's really creepy. And she goes, and then her neighbors complained but they won't, they can't remove the coffin because she's not violating any kind of rules. I'm like, oh, wow, this is like a big deal. And then she's like, and then to spite her neighbors, because she thinks it's funny, she put a banana inside the coffin. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is crazy. What a great story. I can't wait. And then she goes, and it's me. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, me. It was like the Facebook shocker message that I got through the EP podcast right? Facebook page. Like she contacted me. Through the EP, you could send messages to the EP podcast mm-hmm. through the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the EP podcast. And she's like, and it's me. And I'm like, oh my God. And then she like <laughs> sent a picture of her house with this coffin. Is it a real coffin or something giant, she built? But, oh, it's like a, I mean, I don't know if it's a real coffin or a built coffin. Okay. I want to say it's a built coffin, 
but it could be a real coffin. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know what? I'm, I'll post the picture of the coffin. Yeah. You know, I don't think it shows her address on the front. I don't want to violate any laws no. by doing that. But she sent me the picture, and it's got a giant banana that's the size of a person in the coffin. <laughs> it's probably like one of those banana outfits. Right. And she put that in there in place of the person and opened up the top half of it. So, like, it's an open casket banana funeral okay. going on in front of this person's house. And that's, like, in July. So I don't know what they do if, if she does anything special, like, in October. So it got me it got me thinking that I wanted to try to figure out what was going on in Evergreen Park. Like, where were the best places to go and and see, like, people's yards all done up? Like, where are those spots? Yeah. Where are they? Are you thirsty for change? Yeah. Then pop open a frosty idiot parade pop. Hey, cool. Ugh. This is horrible! Yes, that's right. Indie Parade Pop has 200 milligrams of sodium per 12-ounce can and also comes in Tabasco flavor. Oh my god, my throat's burning! My mouth is all dry! Why not have another can? Ugh! Here, have another. Oh my, this sucks! That's right, the more you drink, the more you want to drink. It's a beautiful situation. Idiot Parade Pop. Obey me. I went on the patch. I did read all the different things on the south side, all the different places where people do up their lawns in Halloween decorations and scary things, and you can go visit. These are people's houses. That's the crazy thing. And, and people do this. Now, I only want to focus on the ones that are in hometown and Oak Lawn. I would focus on the ones at Evergreen Park, but there are none. There are none. There are none listed in this article of places you can go in Evergreen Park, which, first of all, I think is a farce because I know that when I drive down 99th Street going towards Chicago every year, there is a block. Okay, so you're heading down 99th Street and you're going t- into the in the Beverly. And before you get to Western, and, and, and I think after you've passed Hearts, or it's at the same part where Hearts is, looking off to the right, there is a block that I know for Christmas, they bust out like decorations all up and down the block that are kind of like set up in there, where like the block gets together and does something. And that the house on the corner does like a ridiculous Halloween display. They're not in here. Mm-hmm. But I know there's got to be places in Evergreen Park where you can go around and you can find haunted houses where people really do it up. And and I want to know if you know of any place in Evergreen Park that that has these. So I want to give out the phone number once again to you. And I'm going to make you a promise. If you call the EP podcast and you tell us of a place that has a great Halloween display, you're going to call the number... I want you, after you tell us all about the display and where the display is, that people can go and drive by and see something spooky or scary or something going on in Evergreen Park. Somebody does a great outdoor thing in Evergreen Park for Halloween. Give me that, and what I am going to give you is I'm going to give you $20 in gift certificates for either your choice. You tell me after the message. I'll leave that part out if you want. Don't worry, I won't put anything personal in there, but I need you to leave me your phone number so I can get back a hold of you. I will give you $20 from either La Cachina, the Mexican place that's over on 95th and Kedzie, okay? Or I'll give you $20 
for Cravings that's over at 99th and Kedzie. I will give you $20 in gift cards. Cravings actually not only does just ice cream. That's the old Baskin-Robbins there. Right. They got Italian beef. They got chicken fingers. They got hot dogs. They do food in there as well. Anything you crave. Oh, yeah. You can get whatever <laughs> what you're craving they got. Okay. So so you got La Cucina and you got Cravings. I'm giving you 20 bucks. 20 bucks in gift certificates if you call up and you give me a good spot. The best three that I get, I'm going to hand out this gift to you. We're going to go explore these places. And we're going to find the best three out of the suggestions. And we're actually going to give the best three places, the people that suggested the best three places, to us on the phone line, this prize. So you actually can get a prize, and all you have to do is pick up your phone and call 708-459-8406. 708-459-8406. I have an anxious librarian. Let's get to her now on the EP Podcast. Another week and another visit down here at my nine-foot homemade oak bar from Donna Bailey from the Evergreen Park Library. Donna, what's going on at the library this week? Oh my gosh. This week we have so much going on. It's amazing. Along with our regular programs that I talked about before for the kids and teens and adults, we have on the 17th, Bob Treziak for Paranormal Radio Activities. He's going to be talking about Resurrection Mary, Bachelor's Grove, and other Southside haunts at 6.30 on the 17th. Now this one... It's pretty full. There's only a few seats left, so if you're interested in, call the library today, like now, 422-8522. There's only a few seats left, so you want to see it. It's really popular. On the 18th at 4 p.m. sharp, kids and teens can make Halloween shrinky dinks. Now, I didn't know what a shrinky dink was. I don't know what a shrinky dink is, and I got three kids. (laughs) Well, this is something that was invented when I was a junior in high school, so that's why I don't know about it. It's this polyurethane material and you cut and you paint and then you put it in the oven or in this case the microwave and they shrink and make like wiggly Oh, I I know what this is. I just didn't know what it was called. Yeah, they're called shrinky dinks. So you can make pumpkins or ghosts or witches. You guys got ovens over there? No, microwave. Microwaves? Microwaves. Okay, so you're going to be microwaving some shrinky dinks over at the library. Yes. Is this the same microwave you guys make your lunch in? Uh, no. Okay, you have a special shrinky dink microwave. I believe we do. That's in the teen room. (laughs) I tend to not go in the teen room a lot. Um, I would stay out of the teen room as well. Only because I've got a a room upstairs that's about to become a teen room when she when she when she turns thirteen in a month, and I don't want to go into the teen room anymore either. I keep telling my wife that's your department. She's a girl, you're a girl. Every time I go in there, there's tears, and I come out more confused than when I went in. I'm staying out of there. I would stay out of the teen room as well. Yeah, well, I mean, they have great fun in there. It's just that they're they're having so much fun, and the door closes, so it doesn't really bother a lot of other people. But I'm an adult librarian, you know, so I'm like, I want to go, keep it down, keep it down, but they're having fun. That's the purpose of the activity room for the teens. Right. Is for them to have fun and do creative things with STEM or do other kind of activities, watch movies. So that's what it is there for. But meet it boys, just, meet girls. Yeah, it just gives me the, just personally, just me the, I want to go, shh. But I can't. That's what they're there for. That's what the room is there for. We also have some other adult activities. We have email and internet security. Now, for this month, it's already booked. So keep an eye on those calendars when they come out, because some of the things like that book up really fast. When, when Do you know, is there one every month, or do you do them every couple of months? It's usually uh, Monday and Friday. And it'll be in a series of like five-week classes. Okay. And so you have to kind of commit to the whole series. So you can't just like, oh, I'm going to go into one or the other. 
and then there'll be a break, and then it'll come up again. Okay. So it's offered if it's offered throughout the year. Okay. And there's different subjects. We'll do th things on Excel or Word or you know different uh, programs for people. But this one seems to be a lot. Is people aren't sure what to do with the internet security or how to set up an email account. So which we offer that. People service. don't know how to set up an email account. Uh, there are some people that don't. In 2018. People don't know how to set up an email. I mean, if you don't have email at this point, we what have, are you getting it for? We have a diverse population. Well, a lot of, um, especially our seniors, right? they are required to have it now when they try, because the government's, government's putting everything online. So they have to set up an account so that they can They need file one their, so that they can file for certain things. File for okay, certain things. I get that. I'm just saying, I, I didn't realize that was what the reason was. Because my thing is, look, if, you, if you've gotten this far in life yeah. and you haven't used one, I, I don't see the point. No, they're, they're being forced to. Like, for the taxes, all this, this is the third year in a row, and I'm sure, because it hasn't been the last two years, we don't get any tax forms. The government's like, do them online. We'll print them off, and, you know, char we'll charge you for them. But, right, right. But they don't send the forms like they used to. We used to have a whole, canis, a whole container out front with all the different forms that people would need. Yeah, I still do my own, but I still print the forms out. I get the PDF files, and I mm -hmm. print them all out so I can sit there and do it by hand first before I file online. I just trust myself with a piece of paper. paper. Right. Yeah. So, so it's me and the seniors yes. that refuse you and the seniors, to, good to conform. Company. Yes. Then also going back to the week, on Friday the 19th, we're going to be showing Monster House. So again, a part of that Halloween movie spectacular. We'll have snacks, so you can bring your own. It's for teens and kids. And then from the 19th to the 26th, we're going to have a Guess the Way to the Pumpkin at the children's desk. You can't pick it up to try and weigh it out. But if you, the ones who get the, the right answer will get in a raffle for a big prize. So that'll be fun. That's usually very... Guess the weight of the pumpkin. pumpkin. Okay. Can and anybody we, be part of this? And I believe anyone can. I can I come in and guess the weight of the pumpkin? And you'll go into the raffle and the prize is the pumpkin. I will be there to guess the weight of the pumpkin. We'll be back with Donna next week as we do every week where she will tell you what's going on in the EP library. It's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. Quick reminder, everybody, the CSX tracks on 95th are going to be closed at Rockwell. That's the train line that runs along Rockwell. Uh, when it goes across 95th Street, uh, it's going to be permanently closed for two whole weeks starting next Monday, October the 22nd at 6 a.m. They're uh, doing something to fix the concrete panels. I think they're replacing them, and they are expecting it to be at least a two-week closure. So if you're going to have to get down a street to get from the far east side of Evergreen Park to the west or from the west to the east, it's 103rd, it's 87th. Uh, you know, you could do 99th, but 99th just gets too slow there. I think we all know that, too. 99th is slow, especially with uh, when you're where Evergreen Park High School is going to the east or coming back. You oh, know, it's a crawl. That, that, it, that becomes an absolute crawl in there. And it's also just a place where you, everybody, I think anybody who's anybody knows, uh, the police love to sit there and wait for you to blow a stop oh, sign because yeah. there's plenty of stop signs. So 103rd or 87th Street, that's what I would suggest. But uh, definitely don't go down 95th Street starting next Monday the 22nd because the railroad tracks are closed at Rockwell. Everything else is open on 95th. But if you intend to get through from Kedzie the Western, closed. Did I do a good job on that? You did a very good job. Okay, I worry. You got the urgency out. Are you sick and tired of wimpy little laundry detergents that don't get out the really tough stains? Well, wake up to Idiot Parade Laundry Detergent. 
This tough little laundry detergent made entirely of 100% pure hydrochloric acid will get out any tough stain you throw at it. I had blood stained in my blouse for two weeks and Idiot Parade detergent got it right out. The acid hits the stain hard, dissolving the very fabric of it. In fact, it just dissolves the fabric. Since I've used Idiot Parade detergent, all the guys are looking at me. That's partially because all my shirts are dissolved. Get off your wimpy little detergent and get Idiot Parade detergent today. Uh, Donna, before you get out of here... Yes? I wanted to tell you a funny story that happened to me this week. Okay. I was out with my wife, and we ran into somebody she knows fairly well, and she introduces me, and I'm having, I'm having a conversation with this nice woman, and my wife goes, he does the EP podcast. Okay. And she goes, you do the EP podcast. And I go, yes. And she goes, oh... I'm the librarian over at Evergreen Park High School. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. And I and she goes, but the problem is, is that I've thought it was a great idea to be a part of this, but we got to be a little bit careful because, of course, it's the high school. We don't want to, like, start following you on Twitter or interacting with you until we really know who you are. And I was like, well, just to set your mind at ease, Donna Bailey from up at the Evergreen Park Library has been in my basement several times now. And she she comes over and talks about what's going on at the library. So today... I was I was befriended on Twitter by that account. Oh, and great. they're reaching out now. So basically, I needed you as a librarian <laughs> to vouch for me with the other librarian. Like I was I was suspect until she heard that another librarian had vouched for me. So you've you've got me in whatever secret society you librarians have. Oh, we okay? can't tell you. There's clearly some sort of secret society because she was completely against it until she heard your name and that you were a librarian. It was like she was like, Oh, well, then you're good people. So there's something I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know how far back it goes. I don't know what secret handshakes you got or what kind of uh, you know weird underground rituals that you perform. But clearly, you're all part of the same group. Yes, we are. And now you got to do right by me. I guess so. Now you got to do right. I'm by throwing me. you out there for recommendation. I'm, yes. I'm using you to get in with somebody else. Well, I have to tell you something that happened to me uh, Monday. Yeah, I was downstairs in acquisitions and the uh, reference young lady called me. She said you need to come upstairs. Someone wants to talk to you. I was like, oh, do they need to register to vote? Because I have to bring information. And they said, no, she just wants to talk to you. She'll meet at the stairs. So I go up and this lady came up to me and she said, I just want to let you know I heard you on the podcast and you were fantastic. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Dave Marin has been working for the Chicago White Sox inside of their scoreboard as part of the scoreboard crew for 32 seasons since the mid-1980s. Mainly does trivia. He's on Twitter, at SoxNerd, and he provides those interesting little trivia pieces that you find on the scoreboard when you go to White Sox games. David, how are you? Great, how are you? Thanks for having me. Is this your full-time gig? Like, they give you dental and health and, and like, a, a full salary for being up there on the scoreboard? I'm a, I'm a seasonal employee. I'm a day of game employee, so I get paid by the game. Okay. Yes, it's the greatest <laughs> part-time <laughs> job in the of. You come up with all these different factoids. Your best memory. I mean, what was the biggest game that you were at that you enjoyed the most sitting in the scoreboard? My favorite memories would be game two of the 2005 World Series <clears throat> is the most remarkable sporting event I've ever seen um, and I've ever been a part of. That was phenomenal. And um, I was really proud of the work that the whole crew did 
that night. And of course, you got the Pesednik home run. Do you remember the stat that you put up before that? Do you do you, do you like that when big moments happen? Do you remember something you might have put up there and been like, "That's kind of funny or ironic"? Did you actually have the stat that like he he had, he'd only he had his most home runs ever against Lidge? Did you did you find that before he did it, or or or, or what would you have up there? Thank, you know what? Thanks for asking that question because <clears throat> that moment to me was such a blur. And I remember when he hit that ball, putting my hands on my head and turning around and looking at someone and saying, "We just witnessed." the greatest baseball game in the history of the city of Chicago. It wasn't until years later that I figured out what I had up on the board. And it was when I was watching the replay of that home run on the DVD that I bought and I slowed it down and I could tell at the bottom what stat was up there when Pesednik hit the home run. And I'm proud to say that it was his lifetime average against Lidge at the time that he was at that, at that. So that made me feel great. Um, <clears throat> so that was a good moment. Now, I can tell you another story. Burley's perfect game, I, maybe the most nervous I've ever been at a, at a game. And it's the ninth inning, and Gabe Kapler is up. And I'm going through the list of stats that I've compiled for Gabe Kapler, and I'm just, I'm so nervous. I'm just like, I just keep hitting the display button. Because I just, I don't know, it was just, and, you know, the Sox give me the freedom to change stats at, at will as long as it's not, you know, during the pitch. So the one I see in there, and I just caught it at the corner of my eye before I put it out there, was that he had broken up a perfect game in the eighth inning or whatever. And if I had put that stat up there, I probably would have lost my job. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember seeing that. So I, there was one stat, the, Pesednik Homer that I was really proud of that I displayed, and then the one where Kapler I was really proud of that I didn't display. So those are two that, that really, really stand out. David Marin, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, remember to check out David. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at SoxNerd. Thank you very much for coming on. All right, we'll talk soon. Thank you. The decorate for Halloween? We do not. I would love to, but... You just, got, you just got a new house. We just got a new house. There's all kinds of problems. There's all kinds of problems. I mean, it's a 92-year-old house, so right. of course there's going to be problems, but it's got all the makings for a spooky house, so you bet next year it's going to be on. It's going to be... Now, are you, are you going to be like scary spooky or uh, uh, well, my husband fun wants to, spooky? Yeah, my husband, he's got his eye on this uh, zombie dragon skeleton that's like... Zombie a, dragon skeleton. Zombie dragon skeleton. Like something that would be on stage behind Ozzy Osbourne at OzFest, something like that? A little bit cuter. A little bit cuter Because it's that. a blow-up. Okay. You know? Oh, it's a blow-up thing. Yeah. I don't like blow-up things. You know... The, I don't. I know a lot of people love the blow-up thing, and I get he it. It's like something really easy. big, and you just have to plug it in. That's and it's all easy. you have to do. See, I want to put up the lights. I want to have the skeletons. I want to have the the hands well, you're coming from out Orleans. of the ground. You're from yeah. the land of creepy. I, I expect am. voodoo guys on your front lawn. Well, there is a witch shop. Yeah, I know. That's also creepy that you found a place that, <laughs> that deals with witchcraft. Now, like I said, until we get a list of the places to go in Evergreen Park, there are places outside of Evergreen Park that do it up real good. Uh, hometown. Uh, has several of them, which is hysterical to me. Like hometowns, like super small, yeah, and yet large amount of places that you can go to and see 
uh, haunted things on their front lawns. And, and, and these addresses have been put out already in the press. So that means they gave them away. Mm-hmm. So they, they want people to come over and drive by their house and see it. Yep. Hometown's Unforgiven is at 4546 West 89th Place in Hometown. I saw a picture of it. It actually has like a creepy entranceway. And then there's a sign that has uh, like right, it, like somebody wrote above it, go inside of this like cemetery hut and you get a free hug. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Come on, free hugs. It's not something I'm going to do. I mean, it's got a bleeding skull fountain. It's got some animated props. But it also says it has live actors. And if I'm stepping into a weird, dark shack in front of some guy's house in hometown with a sign that says free hugs over it. (laughs) That's something you tell your kids. Like, kids, never take candy from uh, a white van that drives up mysteriously. Or an orange VW van. And never go into a tiny little shack on the front lawn of somebody's house in hometown that says free hugs over it. (laughs) Don't do either one of those things, children. There's also Laredo Cemetery that's at 9041 Beck Place in hometown. This has been going on for the past six years. There's animatronics over there as well. There are 25 to 30 different props that are out there and a handful of them actually talk. And now here's the other thing. And my my sister has has, has people that live across the street from her that do this on Halloween. There's somebody running around with a chainsaw during this. Now... Have you ever found yourself thinking to yourself, not only am I going to decorate, but I'm going to run around with a a giant chainsaw? And do you want to go to a place with a giant chainsaw? Yeah. Yes? You want to be scared. It's Halloween. Chainsaws are scary for you? I was always the more subtle person when I did these things. Like when I was younger and I lived in an apartment, uh, I was living in in Southern California. It was one of my radio stops. I was working for KRFR uh, in Bakersfield, California. And I just had an apartment, like, on a ground floor. And it had a little patio. And you had to walk up to the door past the patio. And it was inside of this complex. So there was, like, a pool across from where I was at. But you could, like, we had all kinds of people living in the complex. And I said, I'm going to decorate for Halloween. I put, like, a dummy in a chair as part of my my whole setup. It was just, like, a like little some scary stuff out there. And then there was, like, an evil clown. Evil clown with a mask. You know, and it was like a dummy that I had sitting in a chair, just mm-hmm. sitting out there with like a plastic knife in its hand, right? On Halloween day, and my wife, Erica, will tell you that I did this because we were dating at the time. On Halloween day, I put on the exact same outfit the clown had, <laughs> and I removed the clown, and I had a real knife, like one of those big giant kitchen knives. Why? And I sat in the chair, and I just sat still looking through the mask. And the parents in the neighborhood, they all thought to themselves, well, this thing's been sitting here forever. Like, parents never catch these things. They don't get it at all. But children, children know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'd have these parents, they'd be walking along, you know, they have a beer in their hands. Like, come on, it's Halloween, blah, blah, blah. You know, sun's starting to go down. I'm just sitting there. And the parents would all be talking, everything like that. <laughs> and I find, like, one kid that was looking, and I would continue to move my head like I was following with my head. <gasps> And then he would stop, and I'd bring my head right back to where it was supposed to be. Dude, that's awesome. Oh, God. I had children, like, refusing to approach the door, and their parents couldn't figure out why. I did that for hours. You should I'm do that again. I'm a horrible human being. But I never did anything except just sit there with a the knife and follow the children with my head and snap it back into place. <laughs> and then they'd be like, it moved. And they'd be like, it didn't move. That thing's been sitting there for three weeks. 
And then they would, then the kid would look back again, and I would be like, like wave the knife at him. <laughs> you gotta do that again. I'm going to hell. Well, I know there's Halloween decorations. We just have to find the best ones. We're still we we need the best ones. Remember that. Hey, you want to call? It's an Evergreen Park number, okay? Seven zero eight. You don't have to dial the seven zero eight if you're calling from your from your home phone. 708-459-8406. That's 459-8406. Remember, the best three are going to get some really cool gift certificates for some food at either Cravings or La Cucina. You know what? Use that number for ghost stories, too. I need some ghost stories. Something had to have happened here. Something happened in Grandma's house. There's got to be stories out there. I want to know what it is. Something happened in Grandma's house? Something had to have. It sounds to me like you're looking for murder stories. I'm not looking for murder, Somebody but, must you have know, murdered somebody Grandma, here once, and I'd like to hear the scoop on it. Grandma went to sleep and didn't want to leave, you know, 30 <laughs> years later. She's still there. Yeah. Floating around. So, I mean, tell so me. Floating around? Floating around. Come on, you don't really walk. believe that people are floating around. Well, I mean, you believe this stuff? Yeah, I believe it. Oh, my God. They're floating around. Uh, people have seen it. Give us a maybe call. A, maybe, maybe somebody's house is built on an ancient uh, Indian burial ground, and every once in a while the TV goes fuzzy, well, and the little kid in your house goes, they're here. Just give me a call. Let me know about it. Just Did, let me know. Does your teenager go to sleep and have weird dreams about a guy with a claw that's got a bunch of uh, nails at the end of his hand? Just give me a call. Give me a call or Facebook. Send right, us a message. Right. I'll if, check it. Is there a guy in your neighborhood who likes to walk around the hockey mask on his face? Just give me a call. 708-459-8406. Do you hear the words coming out of your mouth and how ridiculous it is? Yes, and they sound glorious. <laughs> <laughs> they sound great. You know what? And we still will have two more episodes, you know, coming out before uh, before Halloween. So chances are I might be able to tell your story on the podcast. So just give us a call or tell me on Facebook. If you're a crazy person and you have some crazy thing you want to tell us about, some sort of crazy haunting, give us a call. 708-459-8406. A resident crazy person, Hannah, will speak <laughs> with you. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. The EP Podcast. <laughs> Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.